Hey everybody, this is Alan Fine and I'm here with Noel Barril, who is the Senior Chef Instructor on Oceana Marina. We have been sailing the Baltic, and on one of the stops, she took us on an extraordinary shopping and cooking day. And that's what we're going to talk about here on Insider Travel Report. I would like the travel advisors to see what a typical one of these is like, and it's not typical at all. No, right. How, and we begin with, you've done a lot of planning. When we showed up, it was amazing how you had, had things set up. Let's talk about from your point of view, how do you set up for something like this? Um, well, first I should explain the, the excursion you experience with me is uh, one type of excursion. So we, d they vary a little bit. Uh, but this one was in Riga, Latvia, where I took uh, 18 of you to the market. And so uh, what we do is we look and see what's fresh and available at the market. We buy ingredients and we come back and we not only cook, but we do great tastings. And so um, we do a combination of things to prepare for it. We um, figure out what's in season and you know if we can scout the market before we're in groups there, we do that. And I also have a sense of what people are gonna wanna taste because um, not the food in Riga is different than what people are used to. So I have, I have some things in mind before we go to the market that I know you're gonna wanna taste when we get back to the kitchen. So, Let's talk about the market itself because we got footage and I want them to get an idea of how large, immense, and well laid out it is. Mm -hmm. So the market in Riga, Latvia is the size of five Zeppelin hangars. And I believe construction started in the 20s and they finished it right around uh, 1930. And in 1987, it became a UNESCO heritage, World Heritage Site. So it's a really important part of the fabric in Riga and it's incredible they have a pavilion that's just dedicated to fish they have a pavilion dedicated to pickled items like pickled cabbage pickles uh, pickled garlic they have an item that's dedicated to sort of like groceries those types of things uh, another pavilion dedicated to the bread and pastries and dairy the butter and the cheese and cream and then they have the pavilion that's dedicated to the different types of meat. So you see, um, you know, you'll see like a whole pork leg hanging. You'll you might see a lamb hanging. You see whole chickens. And then part of the meat pavilion, they have smoked items. And then the whole outside is produce and flowers. And um, you have you also have produce on the inside as well. But it's just overflowing, especially this time of year, because we're in the height of their incredible growing season. It's so massive, and you say a Zeppelin, they literally, literally had Zeppelin yeah. roof ceilings yeah. that they built walls to and put them together. Yeah. Um, and, but, but the reason there's some produce inside, I think you said, if someone's local and they're shopping, you don't want to go through five hangers, you want to be able to get things in each hangar that you can take home quickly, correct? Right. Yeah, well, and I, it is a place where the locals shop, but I yeah. think that they probably have their way of getting through the market, just like I do. Yes. I, I, we have a route yeah, when we right. go through the market. We know, we know exactly how to get through it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was one of the first markets in Europe that had electricity. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's really special. Mm -hmm. it's, and for, um, even if you've been to markets all around Europe, it's really clean, it's organized. The people who are there are so proud of it. And uh, you really get a sense of the culture through the food and the cuisine that's there. Oh, they also, in 
they also are now part of what they're they're going through some renovations and part of what they're doing is they brought in a couple like microbreweries that have stands so they've got places where you can sit down have a beer um, get kvass which is one of their local specialty non-alcoholic drinks and so um, they're going through some renovations right now but there's also places that you can sit down and eat now back to what you planned yeah. one of the things that we enjoyed is we're walking around you gave us a total lay of the land and then you handed out envelopes yes. with little notes on them yes. and money inside. Yes. Let's talk about that. Yes. So the envelopes, uh, because Riga is one of those markets where you have to speak, they don't, they don't really speak English. They speak in Latvian. So on the envelopes, I wrote in Latvian what the name of the item was. Right. And I wrote it in English and the quantity and then uh, the amount of euros I put inside for, for you to buy. So we yeah. each got to interact with a local yeah. and it made it much easier yes and that's and so part of the experience is for you to see what it's like to be in a foreign place purchase something maybe you know some of the guests in class were talking about how they use a little bit of sign language yes, to communicate yes. and i think that's part of the fun yeah. and uh it's it's a way that you can feel like you're living like a local you know what I mean? By experiencing what they experience and how they shop and how they buy, and then also being able to taste it. So one of the huge benefits of doing it with our group is that all this stuff we brought back and tasted. So I bought some smoked fish, some smoked chicken and pork. We got cabbage and pickles and beer and kvass. And you and wouldn't this is be beyond to, the dish we were going to cook. You brought yeah, a whole other. We stuff. brought all this stuff back to taste, and you wouldn't be able to taste all that on your own. So by being in the group, you get this nice synergy. Nor would you have seen and, and, and done as much in that short a time. Correct. You just drove us right through. Yeah. And there's like special pastries that um, I like to buy and have people taste. And certain local treats, like some of the sweets I bought for you, to the cookies and the candy. And so, yeah. And the berries are just, the berries were insane right now. So then we brought the groceries home mm -hmm. and we came to this lovely home area let's talk about your room uh, so this is the culinary center we're on deck 12 right near the pool and to me i think it's the most fun place on the ship have if you had been in here an hour ago we also get some of the most breathtaking views and in this kitchen we can have um, 12 guests um, cooking at individual stations so we do our hands-on cooking classes but then with some of these tours like this one in riga we come back and we cook so um, i had the guests I took about 30 minutes so the guests could go back and go to the rooms and freshen up and then the team helped get things prepared and when they walked in they had a glass of kvass waiting for them and then a little plate that had some pastries some cheese some bread and so then we all shared our experience at the market and um, had a little tasting so everybody wasn't starving and then we started cooking and something that's very traditional here in latvia especially in the home cooking aspect is our meatballs mm -hmm. And uh, they like to use lamb, beef, and pork in their meatballs. Mm -hmm. And they're shaped a little differently. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we made meatballs. And then we had bought beautiful chanterelles at the market. It, the mushrooms were just overflowing, and we made a chanterelle mushroom sauce. So you taught us how not to burn it and how to tie our hands behind our back and let it do its thing. Just let it cook. Let's talk yeah. about that. Yeah, let it cook. Yeah. So with the meatballs, um, they're... They were um, a little bit, they were shaped sort of oblong and a little bit thinner, so we were able to cook them up in the pan. And we just, we wanted to get a nice sear on there so that you get, 
it almost forms like a crust and you get uh, depth of flavor from that. And then we, um, I showed you how we made the actual meat mixture. We used lamb, beef, pork, but we also put in some allspice. Yeah. So some, some flavor in there is what they like to put a little bit of allspice in. And of course the egg and the breadcrumbs are the, what we call the panade or the binder that holds the meatballs together. So we went through that and we actually made the meatballs then we made the sauce. We put the meatballs off to the side, and we made a sauce right in the pan. We, we sauteed did. the, sauteed we the, the chanterelles, right. and we got them nice and golden right. brown. That was a key, right. golden brown. Right. And then um, we finished with putting in the demi some shallots, some demi gloss, a little bit of cream, and, um, and boy, did it smell great in here! Oh, it, did. it smelled amazing. And then we finished with a little um, red onion that I had done a quick pickle on before we went to the market. Remember when we... That, that made it for me. The oh, dish good. was great, the but the, 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 the little uh, charge to the taste buds yeah. was really great. Yeah, yeah. So before we left for the day for the market, we, I made that, I did a demonstration and made and that, we pick. pickled those onions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because this part of the world is all about enjoying the seasons to the fullest, especially the summer months right now. And then in the winter, they have to do things to preserve it, like pickling, pickling those onions, making pickles out of cucumbers, um, curing fish. You saw at the market the smoked fish, the smoked eel. And um, that's the other thing that's really different here is the Baltic Sea has gotten quite polluted over the years. And so a lot of the fish that they enjoy come from the rivers and the lakes and the streams. So you see smoked eel at the market. They have these little sprats that are kind of between like a like an anchovy and a sardine that are really popular mm-hmm. here that they, so we had those, they put, right? yeah, we oh, had those. Yeah. And, uh, so it's really different than what most people are used to. It's a really unique experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So dessert, we put out a nice little spread of the berries that were crazy. So this time that we were at the market, they had the little, um, tiny blueberries that come from the forest, but also the raspberries that come from the forest. So we had those, we had, um, some other raspberries and strawberries that were so yeah. sweet and different and, different. and um, currants. Texture. And we had some currants that were tart, but not like in your mouth tart, they were kind of refreshing. And so we took, um, we had made some cinnamon ice cream here in the kitchen beforehand, and we took the berries and we put them on top of the ice cream, and then we drizzled some special honey we got at the market, and the dark honey at the market is the one that comes from the forest. So we did that, and then I bought um, a couple different biscuits, a little sugar cookie and a little caramel kind of stick-like cookie to have with the ice cream. And then the two candies. So the those, lo- those local candies. Those candies that are made here locally right. in Riga. Right. Yes. And then we were speechless. <laughs> then and then and then oh, we two types of beer. Oh right. Yeah, we got some local beer because micro. So, wine here traditionally has not been a part of the culture. I mean, it's more of a beer culture. I mean, way back in the day, it was mead, and then it evolved. And as they've had young chefs coming up and. Um, modernizing the cuisine here, there's been more of an influx of the wine culture. But beer is really, beer is where it's at. Yeah. So we got, we tried two different types of beer. Right. Yeah. So that's very specific. And I wanted to be specific because we had the footage and we wanted to show you the excitement and the colors and, and almost you could get the smells. But now how does this fit into the big picture of Oceana? Uh, so the Culinary Center, we're a cornerstone of the brand here uh, because, you know, Oceana is all about the finest cuisine at sea. And so we bring in the element of getting people to cook 
and um, working on their, their cooking skills and being exposed to maybe different cuisines and cultures in terms of food. Well, Richmond is such a big part of Oceana. I mean, yeah. there's an art, art classes, yeah. the, the, the gym yeah. classes. So please continue. I interrupted yeah, you. So we are. We're part of the enrichment program. Yeah. Um, and we do two things in the Culinary Center. So we do our hands-on cooking classes, and then we do these culinary discovery tours. And we have about 50 of these tours around the world. And they're, they're all unique. So like, let's say I have three of them in a cruise. I will often have about half the crew be the same guests that have gone on the other two. Right. Because each port, we try to capture the uniqueness of each port. And I kind of describe it as a culinary educa educational adventure ashore. So whenever I travel, I like to view things through the lens of food and cooking. That's, you know, like the first thing I do when I go to a new place is I go to the market or the grocery store. And so this gives guests the opportunity to have that experience. Uh, so yeah, and then we are hands-on cooking classes. And our hands-on cooking classes, we have about 18 classes in our curriculum. And those are the class we've been doing this cruise is called Baltic Treasures. And so it's cuisine that celebrates this area that we're sailing in. So we have those classes that celebrate the regions of where we're sailing. We also have classes that are focused specifically on technique. So our fish class, it's, yes, we make delicious fish, but it's really about seven or eight different um, ways that you can cook fish and seafood and the techniques behind it, as well as our pasta class. And then we have uh, some other kind of specialty classes like the red ginger class that celebrates the dishes from red ginger. We have a love of lemons class that celebrates how to use the lemon in savory ways and sweet ways. So we have a real diverse curriculum and I think there's something for everybody. But the, the thing behind it that we really, um, for us as the chef instructors that's really important is we're really teaching the techniques behind um, how you're cooking. So we're not just cooking to a recipe. We give you the recipes. We give you this beautiful booklet at the end of the class, but we want you to focus on the tips and tricks, the techniques that we're showing you in class that the recipes don't tell you and that you can take home with you and make you a better cook. I was going to ask you, and you already answered the question, what makes your culinary classes different than other cruise lines? And that was the answer. Well, and the other answer is um, nobody nobody is doing anything like what we're doing. Oceana has invested so much in the infrastructure and in, in us, the, the educators, um, there's nobody out there that has a dedicated faculty and a dedicated hands-on cooking space for guests. So now we are all aware that uh, there's another ship coming, Vista, yeah. next year. Yes, yes. We're and, how does, and is this program on it? Uh, yeah, so actually we're going to have a bigger space on the Vista. Uh, we're going to actually, it's going to be designed for 24 um, individual users. And then there's going to be another space where we can, it's going to be sort of a multiple use area where we may be also doing like food and wine pairings. We may be working with the sommeliers to... Um, you know, do, like I said, do food and wine pairings. We may be doing multimedia presentations about um, food history type things. We may be doing demonstrations in there. So there's, there's a lot of excitement about um, the curriculum that we're developing for Vista. And uh, my boss, Chef Kelly, is working on it right now. And uh, we're really excited that we have lots of different things that are in, in the hopper. So let's, to wrap up, um what would you want our over 106,000 travel advisors to know about Oceana and your program? 
Uh, well, first of all, it really, the vision and the innovation of the owners, um, they right. had the brainchild of this program and it's now flourished after almost 12 years. Mm -hmm. We started here, right here on Marina. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I think that if they want a unique cooking experience, you know, there's other people that are doing cooking things, but we are, we're focused on um, people, of course, having fun and having a great experience, but really learning. We really want people to walk away and say, today in class, I had some people say, I can't wait, I'm so excited, I'm gonna go home and make that. And that makes my day, that makes my heart sing. That's why I do this. I really want people, and then not only did they learn something, take it home, but now it's also a memory that they can share with their family and friends. And they're gonna say, you, we, you have to go on Oceana, you have to experience the culinary center. Thank you for all that. I hope you guys have experienced what I experienced, at least through the video, and can now uh, show it to your clients. Thanks. Thank you for having me on. And this is Alan Fine for Insider Travel Report.